Hey everyone, and welcome back to Talking in Stations. I'm your host, Rain, and I'm joined by our engineer, Abby, as well as our special guest, Jinx from Brave. Jinx, would you like to give an introduction to yourself? Sure. Jinx to care. I've been the head of the Brave Dojo for about uh, four years, and I'm now uh, leading Brave Newbies, the biggest corp in the Brave Collective. Is that the name of the corp, Brave Collective? Uh, Brave Newbies is the corp. Brave, it, okay. And then Brave uh, Collective is the alliance. Is it really the alliance? I've been calling it Brave Newbies, the alliance, this whole time. Yeah, Bro- you, we are like 50% or more of the alliance, so... Okay. But, but Dunk Dunk is our alliance leader, and I've taken over the reins of Brave Newbies. Okay. I did not realize it was actually Brave Collective as the alliance, though. That's interesting. So welcome to Talking in Stations. Today we're going to be talking about your involvement in Brave as well as events with Brave in general. So I know Abby has the Eve FanFest Mega Blog coming up, which we'll talk probably a little bit at the end of the show. But first I want to talk about John Bellicose Day. I don't know if you wanted to start there, if you had any involvement. Uh, sure. So John Bellicose Day is something Brave has been doing a, a long time. Even I, I, was, I wasn't there when John was there, but John passed away. And it was something that Brave, he, he was part, actually part of a different corporation, but he was in the Brave Collective, was in the Brave Dojo before my time. And he passed away. And it's something that, that Brave started. And just to remember him and other people who have passed away. And this also spawned the broadcast for reps that the EVE community had, has taken on from there. So each year, we have we host for 24 hours a sign vigil for for John and, and others in the Eve community who have been lost, and also just take the time to check in with each other and invite everyone in Eve to to come visit. So, did you guys have a lot of folks cycling in and out? I wasn't able to make it, but I had heard it was pretty busy. If that's the yeah. right word. Yeah, we had. People from all over, friend and foe, come. We had we had CCP and ISD stop by, so that was great. Got to see us. we got to see the cockroach and and some titans, lancing people and fireworks and you know tons of sinos the, the whole day. So it was good. I was able to to stop by and USTZ of the first night, and then and then burn a sino through my work day the next day, but. It, we even went a little long just because more people wanted to come and they didn't have a chance on, on the Thursday night. So we, we, we went through Friday night. Oh, nice. That's really good to hear that you're able to be accommodating. I know it's like you guys open up your home station and everything. So it's not just, hey, you should, like fly a ship down and hope you don't die to a gate camp in Nullsec sort of thing. Yeah, we had we set up a free port market and stocked with sigils in the Indy Sino, which was something you know when they made those signer changes that's something we really lobbied for it was when when they first made the signer changes if you remember that we were like how are we going to do this visual and so the indie sino came up came up and it was a much cheaper way to to do it and so we we stocked the market with liquid ozone and spent the whole week making sure that we had enough industrials for anyone who came by yeah i remember that discussion by ccp because they talk about how in-game balance mechanic changes somehow still affect players for their creativity. So Sino Vigils being the creative aspect. But yeah, no, that's that's really interesting. I'm glad it was such a, I want to say such a hit or like a, you guys had some success with people showing up and hanging out. 
I know those are always like really solemn, but also at the same time, it's really nice to see support from other players with these events. I think, I don't know if Abby can show a picture from it. There was, right yeah. There's like the fireworks, the big ships kind of all hanging out. Yeah, some uh, of this. What's um, up? I'm, I'm going to mess up his name, but the Signal Cartel leader who, who got the achievement for going to all the systems has like 40 gigabytes of video from, from the whole day. And oh, wow. So if, if anyone wants it, we, I can get you a link. Yeah, that, that would be good. I don't know if it's easy to grab and we can throw it in chat for folks who want to browse the, the video or the pictures too. Let me, let me try to drag it up. Yeah, I saw there was lots of, like during the, during the event, I saw like lots of different like kills coming in of like different groups. And just like I seen pictures coming in on our Discord and other people's Discords, yeah, it looked amazing. Yeah, for sure. I I've done before where I'll stream the events and then like when you speed it up, it's actually really interesting watching the fireworks go fast. Yeah, I'm I'm looking. I don't know where you're finding all these, Abby. These are really pretty. Yeah, these are just posted in the Discord. Just an Eve discussion. I love that one with the the Ragnarok. I think it looks like a dragon. Yeah, the cloud ring constellation, yeah. or not constellation, region in the background looks really good there. Yeah, the pure blind skybox is, is nice with cloud ring. A good place to live, especially if you guys want fights and stuff too. I think it's really easy to get to pure blind, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we're back to number one. Q5 is back to number one most violent place. So. Nice. All right, I'm going to try to get you the link. Alrighty. I like pictures, dude. Like shiny stuff is so nice. Just watching Abby <laughs> jump through them. Yeah, so, oh, we talked a little bit about Broadcast Reps I can share for those. Broadcast Reps is a player support group where if you need somebody to talk to, you can reach out to them. And they almost always have people on standby ready to just like field questions, let somebody vent, or just hang out and kind of show support, get someone resources. It's video games are intimidating. It's kind of hard to talk about mental health stuff to people. So having somebody who is at least within the game and the gaming realm that you play and then can kind of relate to that is actually really helpful. I think they their Discord is just like discord.gg slash broadcast for reps. Or if you just search broadcast for reps, you'll find like blogs and stuff to how to get to their Discord. So you can go there if you need someone to talk to or if you're one of those people who want to volunteer to help others. They're a really good group. In-game channel as well. Yeah, in-game channel broadcast for reps. They do a lot of work. I've actually talked, and I always tell CCP that they need to talk about this at an Eve meet. So at Vegas, I talked to GM Ice Cream, and he shared about how one of the things they look for is to see if they, so they'll set up automated chat tools just to see if the chat tools will catch things before they're reported by players, right? So derogatory language, stuff like that. And he said one of the things that they noticed time and time again is that if a player was threatening self-harm, that players 99% of the time would reach out to CCP before like any automated tool ever would. So players were faster to react to players and self-harm. And then this actually might be covered under my NDA, but I actually don't care because this is the coolest fun fact ever. CCP has a lot of relations with international law enforcement. So what they'll do is if they have players like threatening self-harm is they reach out to that law enforcement. So that way they can say, hey, we have this thing going on in a video game, we know it's a video game, but it could be something serious. Could you check on this person? So then that way they are actually like using what resources they have to pass on information to somebody who can truly be there physically to help. And so I remember 
I heard that during my work in the Alliance tournament because CCP actually has to do a lot of work, you know, kind of to do their due diligence, but also to make sure their players are safe because stuff happens and it's really hard for, you know, someone like you or I sitting at home to help. So that's why CCP steps in and does stuff. Oh my God. Uh, Sorry, that is fantastic. And you're 100% correct. And I just got the link to the Dropbox. I'll post it in chat. Yeah. Wait, I, I'm correct? You mean, so this is not new information? Dang it. No. <laughs> I, I don't think that would be NDA. I mean, I I know from people who've kind of done similar roles that most gaming companies do have some relationships with national or kind of regional, you know, emergency responses. And, you know, if, uh, yeah. if you say something, you know, obviously they have like my address, my name, my credit card, you know, they can pass on. And it is great to see that the players can kind of report that stuff quicker. Yeah. And so like I, I keep telling so, like GM Ice Cream is one of the folks that I always talk to. So there's a security Q&A at FanFest. So f- I, I really hope that they're like sharing this information because as a player, I would love to know that, that if I report something to CCP, that CCP actually does some action, right? Because a lot of this stuff is sensitive information and they just won't share. They won't say, hey, we checked on them. They're OK. They'll say, hey, we're going to do the best we can, but we can't tell you anything. And so knowing the best that they can, like, is actually a lot broader than what I initially expected is really comforting. Yeah, it's fantastic. So for those in chat, uh, I just posted a link to Dropbox. We'll make sure this goes up in the YouTube description as well. And why don't you tell us what this is, Jim? Uh, so, again, this is from, um, <laughs> I'm going to mess up their name again, but uh, Katia. Katia say of signal cartel um has 20 gigabytes of of raw video you know high definition and uh, they they provided it to to us and brave and i think we're going to try to you know uh capture that into some to smaller highlights but if anyone was interested I, I thought we could share it yeah that's great let me see if i can play one of these it might kill my internet I'm seeing it move real well on Iron. Kathy, by the way, guys, you know, obviously he's been working on the, the Journey series. So if you haven't watched it yet, go back on YouTube and make sure you watch the Kathy Say Journey series. The next episode is out in like the next two weeks, I believe. Oh, that's good to know. Oh, look, it's kind of paused there. I'll, I'll let it catch up. So someone in chat, Fantasy, is saying, sadly, there's also guys killing the vigils. I used to be super against people shooting or grief, what I would call griefing at Sino vigils, until somebody pointed out that people process their grief in different ways. So sometimes people were bringing fleets and they'll like do something like shoot each other and then they'll, you know, let themselves be potted back home. So that's how I've always approached the perspective of watching people PvP at Sino vigils, just to like get some, it's like, I don't know if it's a coping mechanism for me of comfort, but also to see things from different perspectives is just maybe it's a different way of processing their grief or showing their support. This year was, we've had some things in previous years, but uh, this year everyone uh, was pretty good. I think somebody asked to be potted and, and other people were, were calling to, to stop shooting because they, they didn't want to see anybody uh, get blown up, even though the person had requested it. We had, we yeah. had some ESE, ESS fleets steal some misc, but I think that's fair play. Yes, I, I think it was a pretty good day overall. I, I couldn't um, make more than a few hours myself. But, uh, we had one member who I think burned a Sino for all but 30 minutes, they said. So I, I think there was... Oh, wow. I think some of that was was sleeping with a full cargo hold, but 
still still a good effort. Yeah, the Sino, we talked about the Sino changes, the way they've changed them now too, it's like it uses less fuel. And so for some of them, it uses less fuel. So you can actually like fill something up and then just go AFK in like eight hour Sino easy, which is, I think, really nice. Can you do that, yeah? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you can, because I, I remember doing some of these where I filled like a T1 industrial and it was like two hours later, was like I finally got done. And I don't know. It felt like it felt like a long time compared to before. I've only ever used them in a um, covert ops sino, so I mean, thirty seconds and I'm out. Yeah, I guess you are a wormholder too, so wormholes don't really get sinos. This is great though. So, in terms of what we're watching on stream, like the Dropbox preview isn't great, guys, but like the footage is 4K. So. You know, if you want to like get some of this nice, good raw footage, hit up that Dropbox link, and you can download it. A Kirsten says in chat, CCP Aurora was burning for like twelve hours, but she was cheating in her cockroach. Yeah, cockroaches can I think fit the world in them, and I say that because I remember there was a story where a GM accidentally put an entire solar system into their cargo, so <laughs> that's definitely cheating. Now I just want to know what that looks like. I think it like broke the game for a really long time and they like took that ability to do that. They took the ability to, to do that away on Tranquility. So now they can't ever do it. I don't even know if they can do it on CC. This looks amazing. Yeah. So I, I actually recently learned that there was stand-up uh, festival launchers in the game. Yes, so Scared Panda and I like advocated for if you're going to have a citadel why is the only thing you can equip on it hostile weapons and so we said you should have festival launchers to launch citadel level or like like citadel grade fireworks level i don't know like the size and so ccp finally implemented festival launchers for your citadel that you can put in the high slots and just shoot these massive like fireworks from them yeah, one thing that we got to talking about for fireworks is it'd be nice if you could get a preview. Like, so when you're purchasing the different ones, that, that pumpkin one's really nice. That, that you could actually see that, kind of like a skin preview, but see the fireworks preview so you know what you're getting. Yeah, That, that I, will be a I cool can. idea. If, if only somebody was going to run for the CSM and have that running points or something. <laughs> Wait, are you guys running? I intend to run, you know, I have to get through the application process and everything. And nice. But working towards that. Yeah, apply early, so then that way you know if you don't get a go. Yes, yeah. And then I've heard, I've heard there's a lot of, what is it, like those backroom deals of like trading votes or something. So that sounds, I don't know, not fun to me. Yeah, I'm absolutely yeah. not running. It's not my <laughs> Yeah. Maybe we can get you back on the show. I know, I don't think we're doing Talking in Stations interviews, but maybe we might. I know Asherathi is, though, so if you want interviews, you should reach out to him. Yeah, sure. Asherathi will be doing the same thing as he did last year, where he's going to be uh, interviewing almost every CSM candidate that reaches out to him. He did a fantastic job last year, and he's going to do it again this year, so I look forward to seeing it. Oh, I love yeah. that snowflake firework up there in the left. Yeah, some of these are really pretty. Like the different seasonal ones they have, where like you have no idea what they're called and you have to try and find them, and then they're super expensive in some obscure station. But I love them. Let's have to pause in a minute.
Yeah, I actually think that would be a great idea that Jinx said would be if you could like preview the, the fireworks before you buy them. Yeah, like, and don't wait. Skins. That'll be the whole campaign. Just <laughs> fireworks <laughs> preview. You should you should take one thing you could do is take your feedback to CCP and like tell them this. And then if they implement your change, you just say, look, guys, I gave CCP feedback and they already implemented it and I'm not on the CSM yet. You should vote for me. <laughs> that would be a good way to get you support. I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm just mesmerized by all these videos. I'm just watching Abby play. Just sit there and look at shiny stuff and explosions. Yeah, I mean, by all, by all accounts, it looks like a great success. And congratulations to Brave. Or, I don't know if you know, congratulations is the right word, but... Good job on running a good event. Yeah, yeah. And, and honoring, you know... And, and so a lot of people get involved, you know, people putting together 150 sigils and people bringing in fireworks. And it's a lot of individual efforts to make it happen. And I don't think we even ran out of anything this year. So. Nice, you're super prepared though. Jeez, right. this looks amazing. Yeah, it looks so nice. I, I need to get a better graphics card. This is nicer than what I saw. <laughs> the ball and nesters or whatever over there in the corner was crazy looking. We got ball on Esther's over there on the right. Ooh, what oh, what a marshal. Oh, yeah. A goose from safety came out. He had like uh, 20, 20 shuttles of all goose, and he was uh, going all around. Sounds like so much fun. I had, had a hell with their fighters out. That's a little uh, braver than me, but... Yeah. All right, we can pivot topics, too. So I know we also invited you on to talk about Braves expansion into pure blind so you live in pure blind already but you went from one constellation to four and now you mm -hmm. have a lot of sov so do you have background thoughts on this like sure so we, we came over to pure blind you know after after the war we wanted to go a more independent path we, you know we saw friends but we just we didn't want to be tied to to a big coalition like we were and so we found that we crashed on the couch in Geminit for a little bit, and then we found found room in, in Pure Blind, got the first constellation. It turned out that we were fighting banders for a while for a second. TP, who who owned some of the other space that we had, they decided to to go to Losec, and so we were able to ex expand in their space. And now we're we're pretty comfortable in in the space we have, and we're having tons of fights in Q5. You know, when we did expand, we got the got more R64, so we're um, comfortable for our size, and, and we're we're back to growing after the war and having a ton of fun. So you said you had fights in Q5, but that's your home system. Does that mean all yes. the fights come to you, or do you actually go out to get fights? So it, in Brave, we can we kind of open our mouth, and the and the food comes to us. We can be a little spoiled that way, but it, it's a ton of fun to to just be able to either watch for pings or, or hang out in standing fleet and uh, a lot of times the fights show up we, we roam but uh, like the other day we we roamed to staging and got and got dreads uh, dropped on us or horde staging got dreads dropped on us which is you know no fun we, we try not to do that right now we've got we're marauders are getting so popular in the game we're trying to to hold back and make sure that we're bringing good fights every time because we want people to keep coming 
Yeah, so no paladin fleet doctrine yet? No, not no not yet. Alright. Well as I'm so I'm a member of PL and we kind of like I don't know, introduced the Paladin Doctrine and it's been absolutely fun. I'd I never realized how much fun battleships were. I'm a frigate pilot by heart. And so you guys talked about living in pure blind and still having friends. Are you guys blue to anyone? Are you guys like trying to build a coalition or deliberately avoid a coalition? We are blue to no one, but but everyone in Eve needs friends. If you don't have friends, it, it doesn't last long. So we're enjoying what we're doing here. We're getting more corpse coming in and and Brave Newbies itself is, is growing well. So we're we're happy with what we're doing right now. Alrighty, so do you have plans? I know you mentioned you were pretty comfortable with your constellations. You expanded them for more like PvE space. Do you plan to get more as your alliance grows or not really? You know, everyone wants, wants more space, but there's, let me, let me say this. If, if there's good space and we, can, we feel like we can hold it and it's, we, we want to be contiguous, one of the big problems we had in, down in the south, we, we were in catch and impasse. And having such a big split where you, you couldn't easily get between stagings, between like kind of the, the PvP and the crab, then it kind of made a split within Brave. So we're, we're happy to be pretty consolidated. But if, you know, if there's space there for the taking that's close by, then we'll, we'll look at that. Okay, well, that's interesting. So do you have like, what, half a pure blind or something by the looks of it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I I don't really understand how how Sav works. It's not my game. I just see Brave on a thing, and I'm like, oh, okay, they they own that. That's great. So you have like the bottom half, roughly, by the looks of it. Yeah. So, so we have, and and we've we have a lot of jump bridges. So it looks kind of split apart, and there's NPC null, and then there's like quote space. But with jump bridges, we've linked both sides really well, so you can get to almost all of our space when, within three or four jumps. So you can you can go from where most of the fights come to over to D two where we've got ice and and do a lot of mining and and ratting and then there's the people who are hunting those and so that we can jump over and save them. Uh, but but we the layout's really nice. We can bridge to anywhere or almost anywhere in space. I think it's like one system that you have to jump over. But it's nice being that consolidated. So if you're only in half a pure blind, is there someone else who lives in the other half or lives in the NPCs? So we have, so Bander Logs, and they're up in the north. You can see one of their systems reinforced. So we we were fighting with Bander Logs early, and we took, at, at high cost, but we took one of their systems, EL8. We recently came to an uh, agreement and gave them back, and we, we got some systems uh, in trade for that. So we're kind of we're at peace right now. We're neutral, neutral neighbors. They're fighting with frat, but we we kind of had the extended war. The the time zones made it tough on our side, but then they couldn't make any progress on us on on our time zones. So it was kind of stalemate for a long time. Then you know the real life war happened, uh, which affected them pretty heavily, and we we kind of paused from there, and then we were able to come to an agreement. Okay. That's uh, quite honorable. Um, so you're predominantly U.S. time zone heavy, I believe, are you? We, like all of you, we, we do have a strong EUTZ, but um, our USTZ is good as well. Yeah, th that's where I am. Okay. 
And so you have Vanderlogs as not blue, but friendly neighbors. So almost you just kind of avoid each other. But then they're still red because we hunt each other pretty actively, but we're not each other's structures. And then we've got we've got Volta, who we've we've worked worked with on kind of a strategic scale, but we still have tons of fights with them. And so you can see that they've got some space and they've got their split, which I don't fully understand uh, between Blob and, and and Volta. And so they got those left pockets and then quote is associated with the GTC and they've got that one pocket as well. So TP was there, but there they chose to leave and that's where we will fill the void. Okay. And then you said Banderlogs is fighting fraternity. Are you guys out? Fighting with fraternity at all, or helping them fight fraternity? We're uh, we've third partied on on a few fights, and I think we we did help defend one iHub more for the content than anything with with banders. But no, we we don't have we're not on either side of that. Okay, I was just curious. I didn't even know fraternity was coming down and fighting people in pure blind. They they took a couple of the Banders moons in uh, the NPC space. Okay, I see. That would be a reason to fight. What's that, Abby? I was just going to say, that's funny, because they have about 16 regions, so I'm surprised they need to go take someone out somebody else's moons. Yeah, I wonder if they, like, just need the moons. or I mean, moons are good for, you know, getting those resources, too. So I guess other questions. I know you mentioned Pandemic Horror, and there was also groups like Karma Fleet, you know, those new burial corps that are kind of with every alliance. What sets Brave apart now that you guys are out of a coalition and kind of on? So, well, one, we're, you know, with our original Nubro Corp, the others, Horde, Horde is much bigger now, of course, and Karma Fleets with, with goons who are very big as well. But I think we're in a really good place being uh, medium scale and not, we're not like married to the coalition. We don't have we're not trying to do triple staging to defend f- t- 10 regions. We're, we're just, we're in this space. We get to go have fights anywhere we want in the whole galaxy. And uh, just operating at that smaller scale, I think, can, is, is more fun and is a good place for, for newbies to start. And then, of course, being part of the Brave Dojo, I, I like the way that we do it because <laughs> I run it. But we really try to, teach everybody like you would any friend you know if someone if someone came over with their computer you're like oh do it this way and that's kind of the the way we our style and we're some i think we're somewhere between hordes except anybody and a karma fleet's security to to make sure that they fit in with the the rest of the goon structure so if, if there are people watching stream and they're actually curious to join how would they join brave new so I can I can put a link out, but it's all you have to do is have a pulse and apply on joinus.bravecollective.com slash brave and you send an app, we look it over, we do we do more security checks than than horde. Uh, it takes a little bit, but then you come fly with us. And you don't have to have we'll take anyone from uh one day old to uh 150 or however many skill points you can have. I don't even know what the max is. I have no idea. There's probably at least 300 mil. And there's like nobody at that level. Or maybe there is. I don't know. There's seven people and four of them are one guy's old. Yeah, that's great. Actually, like, I don't... I, I'm not related to any of the groups you mentioned. Um, Karma Fleet, 
Horde PL or whatever, but I, I think your your summary of Bray from my interaction with a lot of these groups is, is quite accurate. If I roam in, in Horde space, it's no surprise to get trapped on by like 20 capitals or a bunch of marshals like what happened the other day. Thank you guys. Or, you know, if we go roaming in, in goon space, you know, we're definitely going to get 17 marshals trapped on us and a bunch of supers because they, they love doing that. But with Brave, I think we're more than likely going to get kind of a, an even cruiser-to-cruiser battleship-to-battleship fight, you know? We've had more of that mid-scale fight. Obviously, you're you're bigger because you're, you're null-sec and you'll definitely outnumber us and blob us, but, like, it's a more fair blob. And we appreciate that, so thank you. So I'm in Pandemic Legion, which PL apparently has not had the best history with Brave. That was before my time in PL. But my so I've been trying to FC, but like when you have a PL ticker and you're like eight years old in the game, it's kind of difficult because you don't really have that grace. But one of my favorite things is fitting terrible ships and going and fighting brave newbies because they'll just do like, like, hey, it's PL. Let's just blob them with standing fleet. So like there's some ships we can fight and kill and some we definitely can't. But it's always been fun. I've never had like a bad time going to brave space. Yeah, I I will um, fair warn you that I, I do like the Griffin. And so I apologize for the ECM in advance. I, I'm going to primary you first, for sure. <laughs> but no, that's good to know. I've I've learned a lot about Brave. I mean, I feel like I've always kind of known about Brave. Like, I'm friends with Dunk, right? Like, they're a big name within the game. But some of this detail of, like, what Brave is actually doing, and because I feel like everyone focuses on these giant coalitions, Winter, Panfam, and Imperium, and focusing now more on the little guys, as everyone likes to quote and defend, is is really like welcoming. They also had a very very good wormhole department. Snoopy, Spoopy, Spoopy. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I day tripped over there. I had I had I'd see five crab with them occasionally. They recently. Did, did lose their hole. We we tried to tried to save it, weren't able to, and so they're they're working on getting settled again now. Yeah, I was I was going to mention that kind of a, a few months ago, you ended up losing your wormhole. Huge drops. That was one of the, like the the most expensive loot drops since. Oh, I forget, but probably since like the TDSN or something. Guys, if I make a mistake, don't blame me. Teddy said something to me, and I'm misremembering. I apologize. Go ask Teddy; he'll correct me. But. Uh, I remember like he, him saying that like the loot that came out of the the Brave Newbies wormhole thing was like you know up there with some of the largest loot drops in in recent history, which which was fantastic, right? Great content for everyone. It obviously, sucks you lost your hole, but I think that just shows how many people were using that hole in that hole and like having fun with with Brave Newbies and being part of that wormhole space and kind of giving more content to wormhole space. So like you know a lot of new groups can just decide not to have a wormhole uh, division so like well done ye you know it sucks you lost your hole but like congratulations on having a hole for a few years defending it a couple of times and i hope to see you back out with a with a new hole soon yeah the the spoopy guys are great and uh, we we've tried to help them get settled uh, we rage rolled that whole week trying to get in there to help them out but it was a little a little late we, we didn't get the magic frig hole that that we've seen happen sometimes. I am currently, just for context, I'm currently undergoing an eviction attempt. I, I won't say who, but shout out to the attackers. They've done an amazing job so far. They've really kicked their asses and they've had us on, on the back burner and stuff. So shout out to them. Well done. 
But we got incredibly lucky. We had two frig holes spawn. And we were able to get some reinforcements in. So it is just kind of like the luck of the draw a lot of the times. Do you think you're going to survive, Abby? I don't want to say. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it. Wink, wink. <laughs> unless, jinx want, unless Jinx wants to bring like 100 brave newbies to come help me out. Just in the, the chain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what but, could go wrong? <laughs> no, I, I don't want to say just yet. It's, it's still ongoing. We're still quite touch and go. They, they have still structures, but it's just been great fights. It's been a rough five days, but it's been great fights. So thank you to them and their allies for coming. And a huge thank you to my team and our allies for coming to help us as well. It's uh, been good fights. We had like a 150 versus 150-man brawl yesterday, which is like huge numbers for Wormhole Space, right? I know it's probably nothing compared to eating all black guys, but uh, it was pretty big for us, so it was cool fun. Yeah, that sounds intense. I mean, I know with wormholers the way they fight, it's like what multi-boxing, and then you also have to. It's more than just like F, like anchoring in F one. You have to actually be competent at what you're doing when you're multi-boxing, or even just flying a solo character. Yeah. So I, I find that like super intense. Yeah, we have guys like triple boxing Lodgy, like flying two two DPS, flying a Lodgy, and flying a saber, and you know we we had huge help from lots of different groups. You know, I don't want. Yeah, I, I forget which which defense it was. It was a big fight a uh, year year and a half ago, and the thing that impressed me was I got a handout tempest because I came in the shuttle, and then got in the tempest, had huge fun shooting everything, and then as soon as I died, I was potted because they just had somebody on on pod watch because they wanted everybody out of the hole. Yeah, that's how it works. You got to yeah. pot them to get them. But yeah, like that's that's one thing I kind of like about Brave. Um, you know, you, you guys have your have your null sex space, but you also have your wormhole division and it's you know, up until very recently was a really good, strong wormhole corp that brought a lot of good content to wormholes as well. So, you know, if you're thinking about joining Brave, it doesn't have to be the, the null sec big block fights. You can join Brave and, and I'm sure you have a low sec campus and, and I'm sure you'll have a wormhole campus again soon. Yeah, we've got uh Brave Empire, which is our, our high sec high sec sister corp and where we put altsons for hauling and and all those things and that's one of the nice things about pure blind too is is that we are close to low sec so you know we're able to get out and get the the low sec ore which you know you can't get isogen and null sec now but that's it's almost worth as much as our 64 so in you can put newbies and in ventures and if there's not an r64 moon available you can bridge them over get some that good low sec ore and bring it back which we need for building battleships and everything else that's that great sounds... someone said there yeah you also have a high sec division as well as well actually yeah brave empire yeah is that super wholesome like i would not expect that from brave i know i think pandemic horde tried that once and it just kind of flopped i don't i definitely know they don't have a wormhole group but they do poshvin wait do you guys do poshvin we've got so kclp he's one of one of the FCs, he does some stuff in USTZ, but there's so much as to be made out there that I think you have to you have to try to get out there if you can. Yeah, it's also good for fights. I always see. So we have Pittsburgh who does it for Pandemic Legion, and he'll just ping sometimes. He's like, "Hey guys, let's go ratting." Oh yeah, we're gonna try and bait some fights, and then we usually get some good brawls. Yeah, I, I haven't been able to make it out there yet. I did the I did the standings fix so that you can. Don't get tackled in high sec, but I, I haven't made much of this out there. Yeah. Hikor, Hikorian in chat was asking about Titans. 
and I, I still have my ghost Titan that died and was resurrected out of M2. So that, that's up in pure blind bridging newbies all the time. Yeah. My favorite, it was really fun during the war to like meme on people. I'll be like, why are you shooting Brave? They're a bunch of newbies. Meanwhile, like Brave has like a Titan fleet out there and like everyone would get really mad at me saying, it's more than just newbies, Rain. They have Titans. I'm like, and so then I'd still roast them though for killing newbies. They're they're large Atrons. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's been interesting though, seeing the development of like the history of these alliances. Like you said, you were around when Brave first started and that was when it was genuinely bunch of people who had no idea what they were doing just flying atrons trying to have fun and now you guys have like you're owning soft you have titans and all that so it's been an interesting story what was it a uh, fun per hour wasn't it M- measured in fun per hour yeah what's, yes. what's your yeah. fun per hour great ads i still remember that like obviously they were amazing because all these years later i still remember that line right? yeah well every other group like that was back when like every other group was like oh we're so elite look at our kill boards and Brave is just like, screw Killboards. Are you having fun? Yes or no? If no, come join Brave. That's where it's coming from, someone in PL. Yeah, we, you know, we'd like to have... So when the spies come in, because you can't stop the spies, we, we like to think that they're going to come have so much fun that they become Brave anyway. So It is a tactic. What is it? Like reverse counter espionage? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a spy, but like that, that's a good tactic, though. You convince them to stay and have fun, or at least not to murder you. All right, Kirsten's asking about your cat. What's yeah, so she's a torty, which means she's a brat. But her name is Athena, or Tina. She lived with like everyone in my family until I finally adopted her, in which case she adores me and bothers me nonstop. So right before the stream, I don't know if you could see, but she was scratching at my window, which is like right there, because she wants it to be open, but it's like 50 degrees out, and I do not want to freeze. <laughs> so what? instead she sits here and gets mad. Sorry, I just need to do a math. 50 degrees. That's 10 Celsius. That's not freezing out. That's like t-shirts and shorts weather. It's cold enough where I'm not comfortable sitting at home in my sweats. Fair point. So what what do you think, like, in terms of, of Brave, are you going to, are you going to, like, try and stay at your level? Do you think you're going to try, like, are you happy where you are? And I don't mean that in a bad way, right? I mean, is your, like, is your ambition to, to, become the next horde or uh i mean i I think everyone wants their their group to succeed but uh, you know some of some of this is dunk so that this is this is jinx at the corp level yeah i'd like to see us grow you know we have been bigger we were we were much bigger when we before the war i'd like to see some of those people come back get get a keep star all the all those things but it, it really is nice being independent. I, I mean, we had so many people just leave, even though there was constant content for the giant fights during the war, people would ping roams. Someone would join Brave, ping roams, they would filament, and it's just blue, 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 blue. And so it, it, it's really nice just being able to go anywhere in, in space right now and be able to fight. You're not going to get diploed. You're not going to say, oh, well, they were neutral, but you weren't supposed to shoot them. and None of that. It's great. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Do you I, have kids or was that cats in the background? Sorry. I got really yeah. distracted. Yeah. Okay. Kids. All right. Sorry, go on. Abby, you had a question. No, I was just going to say, like, I, I was recently speaking with someone and I, I used the term uh, block to describe Brave. And uh, they told me that, you know, Brave isn't a block. And, and I kind of didn't agree with them. And then I was talking to a few other people and I looked up into your stats and stuff. And, 
Yeah, I definitely think you are not a block, and you're definitely more of a a you know that mid tier size group. But yeah, I was I was trying to think of how to. We're probably I think we're medium just because we don't have all the all the blues, but we're probably if not the largest medium, we're we're up there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. It's like your and your blue list is like very little to none, right? It's not like. Yeah, so our Diplo incidents are now is uh, like there was a corp joining us, and, and and we saw people saw blue in space and we're like, what the hell? Standings are messed up, <laughs> and so it got reported up and down, and then it turned out it was someone who was joining us, and they just hadn't joined the alliance yet. But th- that's our our standings issues now is is we see a blue and everyone freaks out. Yeah, that's great. So pure blind. All right, so you're just up there in the north. Yeah, yeah. So I have a question, but it's not really, it's like Brave related, but like the most iconic Brave player that's not leadership is the Barry Folder Venture Pilot. Yes. Do you actually associate or talk to him or is he just like this legend that walks among Brave players? <laughs> yeah, you know, Barry, Barry's great. He, he comes and goes, but everyone knows when he's around. It, during the war, he was getting, he was getting great tackle in that venture. I, I like to... A lot of times I, I would be second. I'm not as good as him at all and not good at probes, but I would like to, I would do secondary tackle and just, I just follow Barry and just where, okay, where's Barry? Oh, he's got something. And I'd, I'd warp to Barry and get the secondary. And so Barry, come back. We, we know you will, but we miss you. Sorry. I have no What's idea the- what you're on about. So during the war, like, you know, when, so I would stream a lot of these fights, right? And in the war, you always had people like in their groups and you could see like interceptor alts or dictor alts kind of moving around. So Barry was always an adventure and he was brave. So he always showed up as blue on mine because I was in Pappy and he would just like do the weirdest things. Like he would just like randomly warp on an enemy fleet or just go and burn and tackle pilots. And 90% of the time from my end, he would just feed. And then you look at his fits and it was just like a terrible fit. But then there was that 10% where like he'd just be kind of sitting on his own and some idiot FC would warp to him and then he'd tackle him and then all of Pappy would just converge on his location. Like he was the best bait. It was just like a brave ticker in a venture during a PVP thing. Everyone thought he was like just some random who and they like, you know, no threat to anyone. And he would just dunk on people and it was hilarious. And then, like, he, whenever he died, his ship was always, like, terribly fit or, you know, not the most optimized. So it's like they didn't even get any good loot. It wasn't, like, anything fancy or abyssal rolled or anything like that. It was hilarious. Okay. Uh, thank you for the link there, Jinx. I'll pull that up on stream as well. I think, I think, uh, I think it's the perfect venture fit. And, and actually, so, so Barry also would bring an industrial ship on or a mining ship on any Rome. So if if he needed to, he would bring a porpoise or a, a procurer. So it wasn't just ventures; it was whatever he needed. He he would upship to. Yeah, and so you say it's the perfect fit. It changed. Like I, I would watch, and he would die so much, and then I would look at his fit, and I'm like, this fit's different than his last one. He'd be like, oh, let's put lasers on it. Oh, all nudes. And then it'd be like, <laughs> just random things. Yeah, he almost always had the probe launcher to catch people, and then oh. some tackle. But it was so weird to me. Kirsten just linked. He he tackled BRMB, and it's it's classic. You just linked that. Oh yeah, cool, cool. I mean, I guess he was he was actually playing like a 4D chess move because the venture has plus two warp core strength, like natively. 
So yeah. he, he could always, he was probably thinking about, you know, if, if something goes wrong here, I can get away. Smart guy, smart guy. The other thing too, you'll know, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, his his top all time, the capsule's number four, which shows that when he dies, people that he tackled still die anyway. So it doesn't matter if like he tackles someone and then they try to fight him and get away, that they still die anyway. Yeah, when, when he was active and we would give like Fleet 101 cl- classes and talk to a new Atron pilots, that's like something we'd say to do, you know, just just find find whoever's got probes or getting tackle and then when they when they call it, just make sure you warp to them and you get that secondary tackle. Yeah. Okay, hold up. I'm gonna have to mute this because Are you watching Bjorn? Yeah, I'll pull oh. it next round. <laughs> There's one point he sees him and calls him out on the on the video. There he is, that's him warping in. He's so upset. <laughs> you can hear it. It's on overheat, overheat. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> Whoever was linking clips, I blame you, dude. I wasn't paying attention and I got killed by a venture as a curse. Fuck! I'm gonna kill the venture, though, no matter what, dude. Overheat this. How is it so tanky, dude? <laughs> Combat probing venture? He's, he's like, so away. salty because he warped away. Yeah, you see, that's that plus two Knight of Warp Core strength, guys. Yeah. So he was, yeah, he was watching, he was watching clips, and he got blown up. So funny, though. Hello, Barry. That's the kind of stuff that I remember of from Brave Newbies, like, when they first came out. You know, that to me is, like, an, and a perfect embodiment of, like, fun per hour. Yeah. So when I, I joined in this, like, the second week of Brave, and I only got to play a few months before life hit, but we were in Rahadalon at the time and it was just everyone was in frigates just chasing people around and the stories all the little stories is is what brings me back and then when I came back from from life and joined again I joined I I still couldn't I couldn't hang in standing fleet all day but I could with my work and in life I could be docked and and hand out ships and so that's how i got involved in the, the brave dojo and from there it's now it's been five years and I like to think i've I've helped a, a ton of people get into the game and help make brave what it is right now so yeah definitely and actually you did a lot of those uh brave dojo guide videos and stuff as well right? on youtube and yeah uh, so I, I i run the the youtube not all the videos are me it's kind of it's a group effort we we get anyone who who wants to make a video in brave dojo pays them and and we host it there uh, i like to make uh, i try to find like the topics that no one else has done or or you know they're in russian or something so like i, I did one a couple of years ago on jedi huffing which is a uh, wormhole where you're you're getting chased by the wormhole rats but you can still huff all the gas you want in a prospect and i did dread ratting a couple of years ago before it, it before crab beacons and uh, I, others were doing it, but I, I had one of the first videos up doing things like that. My T3 production one got featured on Eve Academy, so that was that was nice. That's impressive. That's like really good for CCP to leverage your work. Yeah, and we had other videos from from the Dojo YouTube make it on Eve Academy as well. You should use that for your CSM campaign. Okay. <laughs> Hint, hint. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I've got, I've got some of the links. Yeah. Oh, you got that 
that's one of our that piece of art there one the be brave be a hero one of our guys won one of the poster contests that ccp had with that or i think it was second place but yeah that's really good they so they usually do contests like just just for stuff to give away but also to give away like swag or sometimes they'll take the art and put it on like i think they had like a mouse pad competition or a t-shirt competition one year so having having more easier propaganda from ccp is really good too it looks really nice Oh, it even says his name is Barry. Oh my god, I didn't realize. That's so wholesome. <laughs> There's the giant Barry. You got your Atron and your Venture. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, I just looked that up. Sorry, Jinx. I didn't realize you were that Jinx that did the Jedi shuffing, or the Jedi huffing video. That's fantastic. Yeah, so, so I found an old Russian video on the forums, and it was, but it was filmed back when the damage control was still an active module which was a really long time ago and and so then I, I tried i had to try like 10 times or something but i got it and i've known a few people who have made billions uh, just doing that yeah so for the audio initiated gaslights and wormholes when you warp in there's no rats and then they spawn after like 15 20 minutes and they'll they'll kill you no problem you can either kill them in a ship or there's some sites that you can't tank because they have turrets, turrets, but there is sites with rats, and you get your prospect with an AB and a you know, tiny SIG, and you just like orbit around the cloud and just basically dodge all the, all the incoming damage, and you can huff your gas and, and make her hundreds of millions. And probably a little bit more now that that gas is used in like the capital production stuff and everything, so it's uh, pretty lucrative. That's awesome, though. You can watch Jinx's videos to learn how to do it. Yeah. Do we... Kirsten, what's the new swag store? We just, we just got a Brave swag store. Dude, Eve swag is literally the best. That's my biggest disappointment of not going to FanFest, not seeing my friends, and not getting swag. Dunk oh. always has unique swag for things like right. FanFest. 2019, Dunk handed out Brave hand sanitizers at Meats, and I literally used that when the pandemic hit. And <laughs> no, like, no one was selling hand sanitizer because it was all out. So Brave saved Pandemic Legion from the pandemic. Yeah. I know Delana still used hers, and I'm pretty sure there were a lot of other Eve players that used it. Okay, Kirsten didn't have the link saved. Poo-poo. <laughs> the, the other thing, too, I'm trying to think about. So, oh, yeah, we, we mentioned FanFest. Like, are you going to FanFest at all, Jinx? No, I, I was going to go. I had tickets and uh, unrefundable hotel for and then the pandemic hit <laughs> and so i still have i still have money to go to the airline money to go to iceland but i couldn't go this year next yeah. next year next year yeah the 20th anniversary should be pretty fun speaking yeah. of a fan fest ccp actually put out a mega blog a lot of people have been doing predictions and thoughts with the mega blog they include i feel like ccp has done more this year to highlight player ran events as well as items like non, I would say like non fan fest events. So like the more community hangouts, like they're doing a like a tour of the walk or a walking tour of the monument, and then they're doing like movie showings and and whatnot. So I feel like CCP's highlighted that way more, and I actually really like that. Like fan fest is more than just a couple of days in Iceland. It's actually like a whole adventure if you plan for it. Yeah, they they have their event schedule up already, and for anyone who can't go, obviously all this is being like it is going to be streamed on CCP. Obviously, for a lot of Americans, it'll probably be at a bad time for ye. 
I don't know about you, Rain. 5 a.m. Heck yeah. Keynote, I'm waking up. Actually, I'm probably not. I'll just watch a VOD. So, like, here's the, you know, they have a Friday schedule. I'm yeah, the big... Go on, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, the big one is the Eve Keynote. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah, well, I was going to say, I'm looking forward to, like, the team security Q&A, because, like, that's always interesting, in my opinion. Obviously, Scott Manley. Yeah, we haven't heard as much about bots as we had for a couple of years there. Brave was dealing with cloaky campers when we first came to Pure Blind, and one of our one of our guys was able to. So they were they were using a cloak mechanic. So every fifteen minutes, they were if you put a mobile observatory down, it was decloaking at like fourteen minutes thirty seconds, and then recloaking in the in the timer. And he was able to scan them down progressively over because they were auto cloaking. So he just waited with for that timer, and then got on got on grid with them and just took a long video of uh, of the bot just cloaking and decloaking, burning off into space when he was five kilometers behind him chasing. And suddenly all those uh, cloaky campers are no more. Yeah, don't bot and gain team. So it's good. But that's something QA does, or not QA, geez, team security does is handle that. I'm, I'll be interested to see how that panel goes because... I know for a fact that CSM has met with team security and literally every time they meet with team security, like the minutes, they just say, here's a recipe. And then when you talk to the CSM, they're pretty much just like, we talked to team security. We couldn't get a lot answered because it's security stuff. And so they don't want to share it for the reason of, you know, they don't want to share the resources that they're using because then players could use it to get around that and whatnot. Yeah. The the more they say about what they do, it it gives the bad people an indication of how they can avoid it. Coming up at eFanFest is the global finals. The, yeah, so... Yeah, go on, you, you say, you know more about this. Yeah, so they did the world tour. When they were doing the world tour in 2019, they had 2v2s at every event. So every location, so London, Amsterdam, Vegas, etc. And so then they would tell the winners, like, hey, if you won, you get a all expense not all expenses paid, but you get a trip to Iceland. So I think that's like airfare and hotel. Well, the pandemic hit, so they couldn't go to Iceland. They couldn't do the finals. And so now, like three years later, whatever it is, two years later, we're finally able to do the finals. So they're flying everyone out. I've heard a lot of like hype for some of this. So they're going to do it in its own room. They call it the Thunderdome or the Thunderdome for the room in there. And then the finals are actually going to be on stage, which is really intense. I was there for the MR championship, and it was really fun watching the teams on stage. I was at uh, Eve North in Toronto uh, for 2019, and and I, I did not pers- participate in the in it, but they they had a whole room set up, big screens, and it was it was fun time to watch. Yeah, it's intense stuff. I remember the MR Championship. Lysis was one of the competitors. He was a streamer at the time, and he said if he won, he was going to take off his shirt and like dive into the crowd, which sounds both hilarious and traumatizing. So I really hope somebody does something crazy like that this time. Hint, hint, wink, wink for those traveling to Iceland. Oh, wow. Okay, so then Saturday Party, uh, DJ Mind One is going to kick off the show? Yeah. That's pretty so DJ, cool. DJ Mind One, a streamer, He's he streams, I think, like almost every day. And then Saturdays, he does like just pure music streams, not you streams. So yeah. it's not... Oh, he, he, during the war, he was he was doing that uh, for goons and... Uh, one of many things they did well, but uh, in terms of keeping morale up and keeping everybody together and having fun, I, I thought he was a big part of that. 
yeah, dude makes a. I think he makes a living now just Twitch streaming. I know in the past it was a bit different. Like he had to support himself with a day job, like most Twitch streamers, like myself. But yeah, the dude's like traveling the world now, being able to DJ. So that's super exciting for him. It's a really good opportunity too for CCP to leverage, you know, someone from the community versus you know paying all these fees for someone else to come in. And yeah, then, and he's amazing. So like, why not? Like, you know what I mean? He's literally exactly fucking amazing. Yeah. And then they also have another DJ. I think it's called like Z Trip, I think. But he's so he's not new to Eve. He's actually done um, multiple fan fests before. So that'll be good to have him back. Oh, yeah. Party at the yeah. top of the world. Z Trip. Mind one. Oh, they're going to have special drinks. Yeah. The having Quaif again is great. I think last time it was just like a soft drink or a energy drink. It's like nothing to write home about, but the fact that you have like something from the in from in game as like real life swag is super neat. But so is it one of those drinks that you actually drink, or do you just put it on the shelf and then you years actually later wonder if it's good? You're supposed to drink it. I got home and dumped mine out and just have the bottle sitting on the shelf. So because <laughs> I I mean I don't really drink non like I usually drink water if I'm drinking anything. And then the other one, I think, is just... So I think it's a lager that they rebranded for CCP. But CCP used to have a brewery right under their offices, so I know they would collaborate with them for like alcohol and branding and whatnot. I didn't know that. Yeah, it sounded really cool until like all the devs were like, yeah, I work, and then I go and go downstairs and get a beer, and the next thing you know, I'm at home at 9 o'clock and lost all this money paying for alcohol. This is expensive there. There's a pub crawl. CCP Antiquarian and Ithaca Hawk. Pub crawls will be fun. I think they have like a non-alcoholic pub crawl too for those who just want to wander around but don't want to drink. Yeah, that's true. And then they have charity dinner, which I think you had to buy tickets ahead of time. And then a silent auction. And both of those funds go directly to Able Gamers. CCP and the EVE Online community has supported Able Gamers multiple times in the past. I know I did a giant drive with them. What's up? Uh, the Fido is... Oh, there it is. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah, so you can you can bid on some stuff, some cuter things. Some of it's like server blades, so a little nerdier. That is very nerdy. A server blade from from an old version of Tranquility signed by the, the tech team. I mean, I'd, I'd love that, but that's so nerdy. I think my missus yeah. would prefer me to come home with like the cute Fido plushie and not a, a server blade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's swag, right? Like you get yeah. like a memento and a way to donate to charity. The gold magnet's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably by, is that the, oh, what's their name called? Something Dimensions? Mixed Dimensions? Yeah. I wonder if, the, yeah. It just says one of a kind, but I imagine it is from the the same company that makes those cool models. Yeah. Yeah, so then this is what I was talking about, where it's like the non, like, Eve-related, but like not FanFest. So they're doing like the down the rabbit hole viewing. So that's on Sunday, which is after FanFest. And then I think before FanFest, they're also doing... Like another movie thing. What was it? Like the Clear Skies Marathon or something like that. Yeah, I saw that. And then the merch store. So a lot of people complain about shipping prices for merch. It is unironically probably cheaper to fly to Iceland, hang out with your friends and buy the t-shirts and coffee mugs you want and then fly home. Because their merch store shipping is outrageous. Even, even, like, even if you're in the US, it's still kind of high. Yeah, only to be made worse by shipping and logistics in the last three years getting worse. Yeah, with the supply chain issues. So yeah, like if you look at that, that, there's so much stuff happening. And this isn't new, I would say. I feel like this stuff happens all the time. It's just CCP is promoting it way more. So you can find out where to go, what to do. 
Like there's, I think there was like the MPSI group. There's like the pub quiz. Yeah. Right there. And then there's like karaoke, I think Wednesday night, maybe. But like all this stuff looks, or maybe it's Thursday, but all this stuff is stuff I would highly recommend people go out and do. Like, don't just go to the eaves, like the, um, the stuff at the heart, not the heart, but the event center, like go to, go to all this other stuff too. Cause you can really collaborate with devs, collaborate with other players, just talk and get to know people. And it's great. Yeah. For the rest of us sitting at home watching it, hopefully uh, it'll be good fun. And hopefully the keynote will bring some nice new content. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I'm going to, I think next week, Sunday, I think we're just going to have folks on and we're going to do a broadcast. I really want Ash Dorothy on because he got my hopes up with faction warfare and I tried to tell him he was wrong. He's like, no range just wait. And now that all of this is out, I'm like, fuck Ashtarothi was right. <laughs> they might have faction warfare. And so I'm like, I both want to let him have his, you know, the spotlight to shine, but also to throw it in my face that I was wrong. Cause I did not want to get my hopes up. And so I'm, I'm still like cautiously optimistic cause I could still be juked. Yeah. So for those who don't know, there was this image that leaked. Ooh. roughly a week ago maybe this is on the epic game store i believe so this was kind of i i don't know who found it i don't know where it was but it was on the epic game store or something obviously hit the hit the store early there was no other messages or context about it and then we had the recent scope video oh, yeah um, with the caldari thing yeah and this is a screener from the latest caldari video Obviously, same woman again. So people who in, in the, the 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 lore, the role playing community. Yeah, can you op- can I zoom in? Is it? No, no, no. Can you open the schedule? Open the fan fest schedule because the there's art behind the fan fest schedule, and people are speculating that that could be a hint at something too. So I've heard speculation from like a new race. Yeah. So like yes. if you look at the art. So people saying like, oh, it's the new race because there's still the pirate race of Mimitar Kaldari, which doesn't exist, whereas all the other races are, com- are combined. So there's, there's speculation there. Some people are saying, oh, it's on the ground. So maybe it's, you know, the new shooter that could be coming out. That's something I haven't seen a lot of people talk about that I would expect is the new shooter if they have any announcements for it. But yeah, so this is where, and then you see there's a faction warfare roundtable that's not in the normal roundtable room, but there's nothing else hinting at faction warfare. So a lot of people are saying, oh, maybe this is, you know, Faction Warfare update. So that's what, that's why I'm thinking Ash. Like, that's where Ash was probably coming from in his predictions. And with all this, it shows to support it. But yeah, a lot of little Easter eggs CCP are dropping and hints. So got to wait till the keynote to find out, or at least all of FanFest. So if you aren't attending, make sure you tune into the live stream. I know CCP generally will record presentations that aren't live streamed. Otherwise, you can always go to the VOD on CCP's channel to watch the past broadcast. I was just trying to find a, an image. I, I think I'd seen a image of this kind of background graphic without the text, but I, I can't find it right now. But yeah, interesting. Interesting times ahead. Yeah, there's also the giant Kaldari logo and then all the Kaldari stuff in the lore already. Big hints. Yeah, and who is it? Where is she gone? Here we Galente. have like Galente in the background, right? Yeah. So, interesting times ahead. Mhm. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on what are you looking forward to most, Jinx, for FanFest? You know, with the we hear wait for FanFest a lot, particularly with the the price increase. So I, I hope they're able to announce something near term, and it's not just soon TM. And 
I, I think faction warfare has needed love for a really long time. There's been some other CSM candidates that have had uh, a lot of input for that. And hopefully we see some of that, that influence. Faction warfare is often pointed out as a great place for newbies as well, because you can get those, um, those small fights or the one-on-one, a lot of people, you know, like, I want to learn one V one and, you know, I'll be honest, it's hard to do if you're in, in brave newbies and no second standing fleet, you're not going to get many one V ones, but we can, if you're in faction warfare, they've got those gated sites and you can get a lot of fights. So hopefully just the whole mechanic and how the, the larger part of it uh, is fixed and then I, I'm hoping that they're also going to make missions more interesting and, and things like that. So well, we'll see. And I, I hope some of that is, is particularly if we're seeing the art, I hadn't seen those as more near term and not just like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this in a year or so. Yeah, I think having something, you, you hit the nail on the head. There's a lot of hope and optimism, but having something concrete that they're releasing versus promises. And that's a that's a valid just real quick actually from that kind of same update was with the siege green the next like industry change is coming where they're changing the blueprints and they're impacting medium structures they took some more feedback and so they ended up increasing the reinforcement time on on the medium structures so a medium structure in wormhole space is now going to have a two and a half day timer they, they did get rid of like the armor timer and it's only hull so you can blast through shield and armor in one go, but then it's two and a half days instead of one and a half days. Um, in null sec, it's going to be three and a half days instead of two and a half. And same in low sec, it's going to be three and a half days instead of two and a half. Most importantly, they reduce the jitter around the like the, the timer that you set versus the time it comes out. So this used to be a plus or minus three hour window. So like a total span of six hours and it's now going to be a plus or minus of an hour and a half, a total potential window of three hours. So a, a bit better it does make it a bit easier yeah. to defend. Like it, I, I don't, I'm talking about from a, like a wormhole perspective, one and a half days is pretty tough, particularly when we use the armor timer to separate troll harassers versus like a real eviction attempt and someone actually coming to kill you. So even though it still kind of sucks for us, like two and a half days is better than one and a half, right? So that's kind of good. You get some of what you want, but not all. And I think, I think if CCP is going to continue to release like this, you have to show to them like how, how the change has impacted to say like, Hey, we told you this would happen. Look, now it's actually happening. Cause then maybe after seeing that they may change it too. Cause I remember was it Artemis was on here talking about how it's not about the days, it's about the troll versus non-troll. Yep. And then I, I know you and Teddy were talking about it in chat too, where, you know, you won't, you don't care how long or fast it takes. It's knowing if you should be serious about defending or not. Yeah. Particularly because, you know, we, we don't have asset safety. You know, you, you, with hold control, you could literally stop people coming in, you know, in, in low second, all sec, you can just sign all around it. I think I think the big groups wanted it, but to me, it just seems like a, the biggest groups are just going to put down Fortazars and Tataras now, and then that's going to make it harder for uh, the small groups, the small wormhole groups, to get started. Because now, instead of saying, "Hey, we're going to jump in the, here and throw down three billion for a, um, an Astro, maybe more with fit," now you're talking fifteen, seventeen bill, and maybe if they're able to hold it for a while. 
they could make that disc back, particularly in wormholes, but it, it's going to be a lot harder. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely agree. It is not easy to hold it. It is not easy to keep it. Everything is, is on the line. So, yeah, if they're able to make it back, it's great, but it does bring a higher barrier to entry, which, you know, I, I don't think I, we should be raising the barrier to entry into wormhole space. Trying to encourage as much people as possible. The jitter reduction is very nice, though. Again, that means that, you know, if I set my timer for 2100, it'll either come out at, you know, 1930 or 202230. It does mean that I can try and get my bodies online and set it for a, a timer that suits me for defending a bit more. So that is a welcome, welcome change after they removed one of the timers. Yeah, for sure. I know. I was trying to think because like six hours is like pretty in, like that's fine for a weekend, but not during a weekday. Like I'm very rarely at my computer for an entire six hours, give or take, like including a battle for where before I have to go to bed for work the next day or something. So like three hours is a bit easier for folks to, to assemble during a weekday and whatnot. Yeah. And I think they look at reducing some more of the inputs into capitals as well. No, that was in the first one. I think it was just a structure yeah. change. Yeah. Well, th they did, this week they did update the, the dreads, I think, to be a little bit cheaper than carriers and then faxes. Oh, uh, what it was. So okay. I think that's a positive change. Yeah. yeah, as we were looking at last week, it was kind of like three and a half bill to four for a dread. I think they might have taken it down to a bit closer to three. Was yeah, I, I think it'll depend on how much low sec and, and wormhole inputs can keep up now that people will be interested in building them again. Yeah, yeah. Rain, I, I have to get going. I do appreciate you bringing me on. If you'll allow me, I'll, I'll link my pre-announcement CSM website here. Yeah, if you'd like. And then any final thoughts or anything you want to share before we sign off? No. You know, for me, about CSM, I, I, I love Eve. I've, I've been uh, back for five years. It's, it's probably my biggest hobby right now. And I want to see us, I want to see it be in a great place. I've been a member of the community helping out in Brave. And I, I think I've got a lot of energy behind that. And I, I think I could put some energy in helping the EVE community in general. So that's why I'm hoping to get on CSM. I just have to get through all the paperwork first. And then I'll, I'll get my announcement out and all that. Arnie, thank you so much for joining us today. You taught us a lot and it was really good to hear your insights, both with Brave and then as well as things like FanFest and, and other topics that we discussed. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah. I hope you have a good, good rest of your weekend. Have a good time. Thanks. Bye, Abby. See you later. All right. Is there anything else you want to discuss, Abby, or we can sign off there? I know we went longer than I thought. I, thought it was, I said only an hour, but we were, were definitely over that. No, I think that was kind of all the main Many talking points. FanFest, we just got to wait for FanFest, guys, for content. Changes to the Siege Green. It's kind of like the biggest news that's been happening. Yeah, so next week, Sunday, assuming everyone's here and not hungover from FanFest, we're definitely going to do a show, probably discussing the topics. May or may not have the best guests ever because they could be traveling or, you know, people's schedules could be busy. But we'll definitely do a show next week, Sunday, if folks want to tune in to see our reactions to FanFest. There has been some discussion of not co-streaming, but doing like a reaction stream to some of the FanFest stuff, which we may or may not do. That also depends on schedules and people's times because it's definitely during my work day on, thurs on Thursday and Friday. So, Yeah, we'll see what we can do in terms of 
a reaction after the FanFest presentation. Otherwise, we'll definitely see you next Sunday. Yeah, so take care, team. Thank you, everyone in chat, for hanging out, participating in the discussion and sharing links and whatnot. And uh, I know Jinx already left, but thanks to Jinx for showing on and coming on as a guest and being insightful. It was, it's always helpful having guests on and being able to share what they see in the world because our lens is very narrow, so having people to expand that is always good. Yeah, and shout out to all the brave newbies in chat as well. It's good to see you guys. Bye, bye everyone.